I will Sweet take name. stupid all day long. Stupid, all, send me uh, ten I stupid think, people. Think, all right, yeah, but I... Not okay, I, so not maybe I, stupid not is not I. the right I word. think that's I mean, where you... Not I. That's where I draw the line. Uh, I think deliberate stupidness is more specifically yeah. what I'm talking... Ignorance. You know what I mean? Like laziness. Lazy. Like you don't like you don't. Oh, oh, you don't know how to use the copier at this Do point. Do you really not know? Do you really not know how to figure out? Like because no one taught me how to use that copier. Right. I used my eyes. You guys are like speaking the, your each yeah. other's love language no, 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 right Because no. I used my <laughs> eyes and I looked at the pictures it showed me. I did a thing called me. troubleshooting. Yeah. I and had then trouble. It, it showed you what to do. Yeah. Fucking face. <laughs> and if you don't troubleshoot, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking face is what I'm going to do. You know? <laughs> I wish I could say that. Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. Anyway, let's get back to your list. No, no, my list. No, I keep smiling because my There's list, no list? The <laughs> list is like so not a list. It's so, so it's like the stupidest list of all time. Okay, so... I, I've written it's another thing instance of something I've written down but not fully thought through um, but uh, I um, I RSVP'd to go to a a nude <laughs> what? what a nude um, singing bowl sound bath yes do you know about this did I tell we you we briefly talked about this weeks ago I feel okay so did you go? I, but I was, I wanted to go. Oh, you, you RSVP'd and didn't show up? That no. is so rude. No. Okay. I RSVP'd with every intention of showing up. And then they were, it was like it, at somebody's, you know what? This sounds so sketchy as I'm like saying it. <laughs> it was in a home. It was in like a private home. Yes. Um, but it was like an, it was like an event a home that hosts events a home that hosts, regularly. Correct. So it's not. This is not a. But it's not like it's not like yeah. I bought a ticket. For and like, this is to in New York, like you know. This yeah, because venues are venues are tough to come by, and especially. Right. I mean, I don't know anything about like. N- you can't find a venue that's gonna let you be nude. It, well, although the yoga place I go to up here, uh, does yo- nude yoga? they do nude yoga for for like women's nude yoga um every every now and again which i just think we need to talk about nude yoga for a second yeah, because it's jed just, asked me about nude yoga like whether he whether you would do it has he done he it? he has never done it okay um but he was like oh would you do nude yoga the answer for me is a hard no it's a flaccid soft so no hard. for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same actually yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like dangling just bits. Just yeah. There's. In, I mean, there's a lot of also just like I mean, I, maybe this isn't. Maybe this is equally uncomfortable for men and women, but like there's like a lot of like deep lunging and squatting uh, yeah. and spreading that like would make me very uncomfortable. It's just close quarters. I would need to know the distance between people. Well, and also it's New York. You know, space is a commodity. You could really have your face like really up in someone's That's what I mean. butt, um, which has happened to me before. It's happened to me too, yeah. and, and like a I mean, in a clothed <laughs> yeah. setting. But 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 the thing is, like, it was it was when I had that brief flirtation with Bikram Yoga way back in the day. Yeah, what was what were you? So I bought a group. On. <laughs> <laughs> See what had happened. <laughs> I bought a group on, and I thought, you know, and I heard from some people that like Bikram Yoga is the shit, and like. It's like extreme yoga and you're going to like lose weight and you're going to be so hot and like you're going to be like yoga's, you know, yoga's on like all gorgeous and, you know, toned and just like so tough. And I was like, yes, I am tough and I can handle this. I like the heat. And I like heat. I don't like being cold. I can handle the heat. And I'm sure I've told the story to you before, so I won't get into the nitty gritty (laughs) other than like, first of all, after the first time I was like. I think I'm gonna die because I because I'm legitimately always dehydrated just in normal temperatures, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know put me in like a hundred twenty degree room or whatever you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was June. No, it was June. So it was, like, it was it was like no, it was like one hundred and ten degrees outside. So the inside, like it was just Oof. super super hot. And so that, but then I was like, you know what? But I bought a Groupon, 
because like at this time I hadn't, oh, really, yeah, you have, hadn't really yeah. thought about the idea that you know it's a sunk cost already whatever it doesn't like oh I don't get, at like, the time I know I'm Girl, still like that like, I mean talk to me at an open bar about that's what I mean, cost. I, yeah. I mean yeah, 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 if yeah. there was a half a glass of wine and you're like you know I'm done you power through <laughs> I do no yeah I mean I'm like oh how many minutes left on happy hour like whatever anyway Let's not talk about <laughs> my alcohol problems. The the point is that I you tried to keep them. going. Keep kept trying to go to the to the big room. I was like, if I go, if I go, you know, whatever. If I go like twenty four times, then it's only like three dollars a class. We know right, that. right. This, yeah, this is the yeah. type of math. Oh, because this was kind of an unlimited. It was an unlimited group situation on. over mm-hmm. two weeks or, or a, a, month a month or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I I think I went I went I went a handful of times actually, and it was horrible. I mean, it was never good and then one time i went and it was like again it was a june it was a bad month to be doing this in new york it was a hundred plus degrees it was an unusually hot june and i um found a great open spot that happened to be like which i didn't realize until the door closed right in front of the heater oh which no which is why it was open and it's close quarters also the room is carpeted for unknown reasons um and there was a man in front of me who was wearing just tidy whities and we were close That's together bold. And he was pouring. So I mean, I was pouring sweat, but he, he was pouring sweat. Like we had our hands in prayer, like this, and his and like the sweat was just dripping from dripping, his elbows, I mean, like dripping, like like pouring off of, off of his elbows, and um and his of course his underwear almost immediately became sort of baggy see-through. and wet and see through, and we're like in down dog, and his like balls are like, you know. It basically like brushing my hair like it was like horrible and then I I was so hot I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna die and I had to sit down and just like breathe and even breathing was like really hard and then I was like people aren't meant to do this shit. and you and you know they really frown on you leaving yeah because it yeah. changes the temperature of the room whatever so they, they they're like the what even if you just want to sit there like the whole time that's preferable to you leaving it's in like a 90 minute class or something crazy you know isn't it yeah. really long I've never been because I the the concept is horrible. Anyway, so I got I was like, this is stupid. Why am I doing? Humans aren't meant to do this to themselves, and like I don't need to have somebody's like soggy ball sack in my yes. face. And fuck this. And then I and then I went to Shake Shack and <laughs> ate a double shack burger and never went back. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I think you know about long distance running. Oh. Is that- <laughs> Yes. Is that why do we have the legend of marathon? Because he died. So like, why are we want to aspire? Why to did that? we? He did something that humans weren't doing because they're not designed to mm-hmm. do. And then he died. And call me lazy, and I'll take that <laughs> <laughs> because it might be true. It won't be me who, who uh, calls you that. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, my nude event. So so I RSVP to this nude sound bath because I'm like I'm trying to be like all like you know, self-acceptance and shit, you know? So, <laughs> don't give me that look. I am. I'm trying to be very, like, you know, one with myself and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. So I was like, maybe I'm trying all sorts of different things to that end. And I thought, you know, maybe, like, going to this nude sound bath, it sounds really relaxing. It's, like, all women. And not that that matters particularly, but whatever. So uh, I did... Um, I did RSVP, but then it was canceled, and I got like, so so I actually had to email somebody, and I was like, "Hello, where's the location for this? Because it's like in a private home, yeah, and I don't have the address." And then she writes back the most hilarious email, that's like, um, "You know, we just we had to cancel this, and you know, we're having basically the em- the the upshot of the email was that they're having like a real schism in their like new social nudism organization Uh-oh. and so they need to have some like really serious they come need to, Jesus to talk about the naked truth <laughs> <laughs> exactly and i was like oh my god i'm now even more fascinated than uh-huh. i was to begin with because i want to know what the sociopolitical wait so what did she at. say what does it say what did it say it, i mean i i I'll, i could look it up but basically it was like um, we're like really going through some like internal like 
like disagreements about how we handle these events and like we need to like go back to the drawing board and like really like reevaluate and blah 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 and like I mean she she told me a little bit too much information she could have just been like it's canceled yeah like I don't even know this person right. I've never been to this right. like, sorry for the inconvenience I'm not like a canceled. member of the club or right. whatever I don't even know if it's a club but like whoever the organizers are, are having some sort of ideological schism it seems and um i've never wanted more to be a fly on the wall than like i mean i'm sure it's more boring than i think it is but like what do you think that the that the debate is about the the, the well this is what i did you write back at all no i just said thanks for letting me know man that's a missed opportunity should i have been like i'll moderate this oh i'm sorry to hear can you let me know more if look you know she seemed like you and she I, wanted to know more. She wanted to tell more. Right. Sometimes you just have to ask. Sometimes you have to ask, especially um, with people like who feel things that it seems in just your brief. Oh, like, she had feelings description. about it for sure. If, if someone's going to write back enough like, to Carl, say anything, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she really wanted to talk mm-hmm. about the the ideology, her the politics, the right. You know, because she probably has like, I mean, I don't know if you're if you care enough to like organize social nude events in New York City, you know, where it's not that easy to do events. Right. Like you probably like she probably cares about this deeply for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that is, but I want to know. So it was canceled because they're not on the same page. Because of ideological issues in the. So did you go back to the website to see if. um, I haven't yet. I haven't yet done that. Um, to see if the entire organization's on pause. I mean, I would imagine that it is. Like, I don't think the issue was with sound baths. I think that, that it was like... <laughs> I hope it was. <laughs> you know... If I'm able to find out more. What fascinates you and I both um, are worlds within worlds <laughs> where people this have created... This is what I am saying. This is what I'm saying. This, like... There's so Structures. much going on in that nudie sound itself. bath world. Like, yes, this is a thing that I just sort of like idly was like, that sounds weird. I'll try anything once. Like, let me just do it. But like, what I didn't realize was that I was, like, I was about to step foot into a whole kingdom unto itself mm-hmm. that has its own rules of engagement, it has its own petty personal politics. Who turns like nudism into like social? petty oh i know politics this is what's been revealed especially in the freelance work that we've been doing and the way that we do it for the for you know the past couple of years is that we really come into situations and then leave those situations right. um there are some freelancers who kind of sit inside organizations for a period of time we don't, we don't do, do that. that we do our work from home remotely we step in to do the job we step back out um, and i was doing a job earlier this week and i stepped in to um what was fine for me, but I stepped into <laughs> a world in which I all of these people. Politics. With all of these feelings mm-hmm. and all of this anxiety and drama. And it's, and it, it's like, as a person who has just stepped in, it's like, there's nothing going, there's nothing going wrong right now. Right. No one's upset. You know, it's I like. Think, I think also like, it's so much easier as the freelancer to, um, have you know because just because you have perspective on it in a way like because you want you know when you're working somewhere you get sucked in immediately to the to the interpersonal dramas and like the power struggles and the yeah the whatnot um but like when you're when you're just like a guest star yeah you just come in and you're like hmm a lot happening here like Bye. (laughs) (laughs) like and it's kind of like you can sort of see like if 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 anybody asked me i'd be like well he and she just need to like have a quick meeting yeah and get on the same page and just yeah. like really talk about their feelings you need to fire her yes it's um, usually like those two are mad at each other but it's really because of that person, person over actually, there and that person just really doesn't need to be on a keto diet right um because that's really affecting their their mood swings during the day so if you just give her a cupcake Get those two in a room together and to fire duke it out that and fire one. that person. Like <laughs> you're gonna be golden, but like you know what? No one ever asks. So, but that is part Whatever. of the value add of a, a freelancer. I think is they can step in and really just like <laughs> see it from the outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing that I have on my really <laughs> stupid list is um just a, just um a moment that happened on the subway, which is that um I got my headphones tangled on the butt button the back pocket button 
of an old man on like his trousers, you know, like yeah. on the subway. And um, it was like somehow totally like wound around. wound around the button in a way that he got up to leave the train or like moved to leave the train. And then I was like <laughs> towed along. And then I was trying to explain to him that, sir, like my I'm stuck. But it was like so wound around that it wasn't just like a like I could just pull, pull it. it. Yeah. I had to like touch his butt a few times. And I'm not sure that you fully understand what was happening. And um, he was like, it's OK. But then I was like, he was confused about how I was touching him. And it was, it was terrible and I was embarrassed. But um, it reminded me of um, a different incident where at my first job. At In our New first York. job. Oh. In New York. Um, together, um, I got called into a meeting with my boss, and he was really mad about something. Mm-hmm. We always were. Everybody was always mad about something, and he was like in a tizzy. And then I was sitting down in this office, and then he came in, like oh, like, yeah, and he uh, went to go <laughs> slam the door shut so that we could have whatever meeting we were gonna have, which like already was gonna be bad yeah um and he got the door handle like it was like <laughs> oh no the, like, what's gonna happen do you yeah. know this story he got the door handle got stuck on the belt loop of his pants so then he went to go but he didn't realize it so then he went to go uh, slam it slam the door shut and um like ripped the back half of his pants basically <laughs> off and so i'm sitting there he's like super like enraged yeah and now his like underwear his ass is like hanging out half of it it is hanging out and so and this makes him even more enraged like he like it's not like he laughed he just he felt like even more angry but like i'm looking at his button and i'm like what do i do so embarrassing it's like almost worse in that scenario to be me than it was to be him in my mind because <laughs> he's like an authority figure and i'm supposed to you know i'm like 23 and i'm supposed to so what'd you do when bought him pants i i like i don't know i have a blackout after that i don't know what happened i i um i have really I good like stories pretended. about 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 clothing malfunctions but they're not my story so i don't want to tell them for other people oh my god that's so enticing can, I you, know. give, can you give me just like a little hint we can cut it out if it's like not Okay. Well, is it about pooping your pants? It's a yes. It's, it's <laughs> really. <laughs> is yeah. It really. Yes. Okay. But the but what makes it funny are particulars that would be too revealing about the individuals involved. I mean, I can try, okay. and then you can cut this out okay. if it doesn't work. Okay. Um, a person that you and I both know well um, had some GI problems at one point. <laughs> okay, um, and was at work. Um, and this person had dated someone um, at that workplace, and it was a small workplace. And this person had had problems um, in the pants. Um, also, I should say this because this does add. This is important to the story. Worked at a place where some for reason all of the trash cans were also small, so they didn't hold a lot. Um, so it's very conspicuous if you uh-huh. throw something away. Um, so this person had a problem and wanted to to go commando because they had no option for the rest of the day and get rid of underwear. The evidence. But they couldn't get rid of the evidence because they, the person they were dating would recognize the underwear. Do you, okay. <laughs> because like, in the because small the, trash the ex can. had seen the underwear yes. in... Con in C two, yes, yes. Okay, um, so the underwear will be recognizable and therefore could not be discarded in the on place. on the property. Yeah. So this person then had to walk to a public park. Oh my god! With make up an excuse poop, to leave school to walk. <laughs> it, yes, with poopy underwear in their hands um, to throw it away in a public park. Um, and on that. Colorful note. And on that note, we we have reservations. Oh shoot! So we, we need to go get moving. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we have to go see the people. They must be seen. All right. Yeah. 
Okay, this is part two of our conversation with burlesque star and producer Veronica Viper. She also happens to be our dear friend and creative collaborator on several live shows in the past years and on some scripted projects coming up later this year. Let's get right into it. And remember to keep in touch with Veronica at the Veronica Viper 2 on Instagram. I feel like we're getting such good audio on the on the alcohol pouring. <laughs> I have a question back that is not related to this current conversation. Yes. If you two don't mind. Go for it. But I would I have thought about this a lot and I would like to hear your thoughts on this. I've thought about you a lot. I've thought about you a lot. I've thought about this topic a lot. In relation to where drag is in in popular culture, in the world before even drag race mm-hmm. and where burlesque is mm-hmm. and what what burlesque is thought to be versus what drag is thought to be mm-hmm. i love this question i love this question because i think that there are so many shows that exist in the burlesque world mm-hmm. at least in the new york scene mm-hmm. where there's a there's like a some some shows where there's a boundary drawn between drag and burlesque. Yes. And then there's which I think is for I think personally artistically it's a, it's is weird. A strange line. Strange to draw. line. Yeah. And then there are shows where they commingle in mm. a way that's completely interchangeable, and the drag queens and the burlesque people of mm. whatever orientation mm. they are mm. are like, you know, it's such a it's such a like exchange a creative exchange and. Um, and I want like and to me I've always felt like it's the same family it's the same family it's the same thing so I mean it's not the same thing but it's sort of I mean it's not it's not because of um, gay panic and it's not because of um, the extremely rigid boundaries of heterosexuality I this is this is my thoughts this is also I mean I've talked 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 a little bit about it but this my you know a gay man is still a man and can do things a man can do and can it's just you know precisely Mm -hmm. precisely because there is a certain amount of especially for especially for a stereotypical heteronormative um, audience you know as opposed to a queer audience which in general right off the bat is already it's already assembled of marginalized people Mm -hmm. who have already experienced the trauma and have already experienced enough life to have them understand the nuance of what's taking place as opposed to these people who have had everything about the lifestyle they live Mm -hmm. to be completely reinforced by every aspect so of course the men go to watch the women take their clothes off Mm -hmm. like it just makes sense right so if it's not a total joke where the drag queen comes out and hosts and is some form of clown right right Right. you know drag queen is clown right clown yeah if it if if it's not that one particular case it is absolutely not welcome in a scene where heterosexual men, men men, are finding their sexual arousal. Yeah. See, what I thought you were getting at there was that the the ability for drag to cross over to the mainstream in a way that burlesque hasn't. That's that's where I thought you were going. going. And I don't know if that's where you were going. But I absolutely think it's the same question. Mm. And I think it's the same answer. I think the... the, Because I thought what you were saying is that men perform drag versus... predominantly women perform absolutely that is yes that's the point I was so heading toward now this is just thinking out loud about it because I I think it's a really complex question and I think that um, it's strange that it hasn't happened yet for burlesque it should have happened already I'm surprised there aren't like 12 reality shows about it about you know like you know Cincinnati burlesque queen whatever right. you know what I mean like it's oh my just, god I would watch the fuck out yeah, of that absolutely. though you know what I mean yeah. and so I, I'm really surprised by that I'm sure it's under development somewhere but yeah. 
If it isn't, let's get on that. Yeah, on that. Uh, <laughs> if it is, and anybody's listening. Um, but no, like, I think that it's... Gay men have just, just about, in American society, gained a, enough... Respectability. Enough respectability mm-hmm. to where something like drag can start entering bloodstream of the country because we we gay men are a known quantity at this point mm-hmm. cis gay men are a known quantity at this point there's they're marketed cis gay men who agree to live a heteronormative lifestyle yes Correct. yes absolutely Correct. yes because then, <laughs> then we get more into a conversation of like how let's do we marry, let's have queer, kids. Like, let's, yeah. I can live next door. To, I can live next door to them as right. long as their two right. people are married to yeah, and they have their kids and Pete, as long as they're Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, we go to Pete. Yeah, as long as they're Pete Buttigieg, I'm fine with it. They can yes. wear a wig and we can have fun. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think that there's enough room for that. And when you take the idea of putting these gay men with these heterosexual women and these gender variant individuals and these other people who might and feel different on a Tuesday than they do on a Thursday yeah, shock me shock me shock me shit. people could change their can, minds yeah can you imagine fluidity you know? now yeah. now you've taken that known quantity and have made it queer mm-hmm. and queer is an unknown quantity mm-hmm. and that's by problem. nature by nature. By nature. And, and that, is the, know, that is the thing. That is the de- definition of the problem for them. And the key reason why it's a problem for them is because it's harder to make money off of an unknown Well, so, so, I mean, I... That offends so many sensibilities. Right. Like, I mean, I would love to know what, a, like, a drag performer feels about it because I, I think that there is enough of a difference between the two. Oh, there is. That, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not the same. No, no, for sure. They're not the same. And. But I mean, but I, bet, it, I mean, there's, well, there's what's the, crossover. What's, what, what's right? the crossover about it? Like, Can okay. you identify the, the crossover? No, like, so for instance, okay, so you and I went to, um, we, went, we went to High Concepts mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. Remember yes. I went to the doll, mm-hmm. doll show. And um, love that show. Great show. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, that is a that is a context in which you see drag and burlesque being sort of mm-hmm. completely integrated in mm-hmm. a way that's like these are the mm-hmm. we are the same we're the same but also with that said the drag that we saw that night was a burlesque act in drag yes uh, i mean i i can give you an umbrella of opinions about things like that but let's say let's let's also say like switch and play Mm-hmm. So Switch and Play has been performing drag and burlesque in New York City for I think like twelve years or something like and that. And they do it well. And they and it's never been an issue and it's done seamlessly mm-hmm. right. and it's done well and they have people of every walk of life on that stage. Perhaps there are not too many cis hetero white women on that stage you know what i mean which is fine which but is, yeah which is, which is something i think is something to know of, well, it's something are, no it's notable. Are, it's notable exactly because yeah. there are plenty of stages yeah for cis het white women to get naked on. Mm-hmm. there are plenty of other stages for them yeah still notable although that's not what andrew was getting at he was he's, he was just saying it's notable because well because andrew's I, will, version I will only is say this and that open you arms. and i well and uh, all three of us Sort of agree on a, on a certain philosophy when we're talking about any marginalized community, any sort of issue that is non um, that is outside of the norm, mm-hmm. and that if there is a pendulum, I my I don't see swinging to a, an extreme the other extreme that 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 uh, as the solution to something. And I only say this and that, like, we've had conversations about, like, uh, you know, programming something that is more diverse, that includes more voices, doesn't mean excluding anybody. Right. Absolutely. So the express exclusion, that's the only point I bring up. But I I also think, like, pendulum is the wrong word for it, because what that, to me, suggests is. is a centrist viewpoint, which I don't think 
anybody sitting here at this table has a centrist viewpoint. We are yeah, okay. We are extremists yeah. in our viewpoints in in the ways we are. We're not Joe Biden Beautiful in this point. conversation, yes. right? No. So so the the question is is like, um, if for me, I feel a little bit is that is that the exclusionary space where where the cis white woman is excluded from the space is a way station on the way for us to get to a, a place where there's an inclusionary space that yes. all the things okay. can I want to know what you think like yes. because I've, I think so. I've it's, been it's troubled. an evolutionary step I think so step. personally I mean I don't know maybe, maybe that's maybe that's well, no, I'm a white man, so there's <laughs> well, a certain level of like blindness that I just like. It I'm just a comes str- with straight, my package. It, straight-ish woman, <laughs> I don't so. mean my penis, but I just mean my, <laughs> yeah. my presentation. So you, you know, you tell me, you tell me. But like, you know, in I, I certainly, I see now. I certainly understand the need for it. I understand the need for it. I understand the need for it in the way that that you is have something to have... I can compute. That is yes. those words. Compute yes. for me. And I think that's what you were saying. Yes. Too. And I think that those are spaces of healing mm-hmm. and spaces of recuperation. Mm-hmm. You see? And that's that's how I relate to those spaces. Because also, like, being a queer person, uh, being a radically queer person, I also don't like embed myself very much in the queer community mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it i it's just i don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. there because i also feel probably because i'm white that i have enough resources internally that i don't have to stay in that space i don't have to stay in that so you feel like space. you have options i have options personally okay yeah. no no i mean i, I agree with that mm-hmm. but I, but i also think that like that's for but not, a gen- every, but no, not but I think, everybody does i i think that's but i think that's also generous of you in the sense that um how do i say this like but I, I just think that's like really notable to be like oh yeah well i can like move in all in multiple spaces and therefore but like i don't there are not there are a lot of spaces there's a, but there More are spaces, spaces you can't move in. yeah you know yeah. and like i don't mean that in a bad way but i just think that's really like like to me that like wow like that well, i of... also think that's part i think that's also like why i feel okay not perfect but why i feel okay with identifying as a radical queer mm. you know what i mean because i do know that there's a certain percentage of people that have to start showing up in these spaces to start corrupting it yeah. <laughs> for uh-huh. lack of a better word uh-huh. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's like a free radical cell and i am yeah. like i'm so happy to compare it to cancer you know what I'm <laughs> <saying>? but like <laughs> but it what it is is that there is a structure in place that needs to be removed do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you can't remove the entire establishment at once. It needs to be infiltrated. You know what I mean? Right. And, and this is where my pragmatism yeah. gets in the way. Right. To your point about being safe spaces, which I understand. There's like a lot I understand intellectually. But then when it comes to applying... my I, have a, I realized recently I have a deep need to apply a principle across... Every right. situation. So, for instance, I mean, I, I think to like sort of bring this in concrete, like um, Andrew and I have often had conversations about the fact that Andrew does not feel sorry not to speak for you, but yeah. but like is has never felt like oh I I want to be in an exclusively gay male space like that is right. never something you have craved, no. and what like what 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 you have told me like and again correct yeah. me if I'm wrong but like what you crave is a space where where all your people of various orientations can be together together and freely doing the thing and no pretension and like honestly like in in a weird kind of like really weird way like i feel like sometimes like i almost have more comfort in hanging out in like gay male space like, yeah, which is really messed up and should not be you know but like i don't you know, relate like, to like, cause, like when jason and i go out we yeah. always go to like sort of exclu- those exclusively like hell's kitchen like, like gay bars gay bars no well, and never spend time there not for me well i mean so much like 
Well, there's, there's a fuck ton to unpack there. <laughs> there really is like a fuck ton yeah. to unpack there. But so much of it is centered around the concept of violence. Mm. And the question is this. You enjoying that space mm-hmm. because you are not under threat Correct. from men. Correct. Which you've and acknowledged you, before. Yeah, I have. And you being a six foot two broad shouldered white man. Mm-hmm. I'm sure has not had many instances where someone was physically threatening to you. Was physically threatening no. to you or let's say, you know, said they want to stab you because you didn't want to fuck them. Right. No. You know what I mean or right. or be followed Never. home for 5 blocks screaming obscenities oh at God. you and right. you know That's I mean? happened a couple of times where people but no, but no. Well, Not where I felt like I was right. actually threatened. Like, actually threatened. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is just, and this is just one aspect of, of that view, is like when you have experienced that and when that is just part of the, the infrastructure of society, right. as it is for, for women. Um, and for trans women, particularly, for, forget about it. When you start getting into that, I'm, sa- I'm, t- yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I think it's yeah, important. Trans to say, women, like, I, and, I don't, and don't want furthermore trans women of color, right? You know what like, I, mean? I don't think it's and, useful to, to to like completely put those in the same bucket. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, but but in, it, in terms it, of the it all stems from the uh, same. It is. It is. No, but it is. But it's but it's but it's more. It's it's exacerbated. It's exacerbated. It is exacerbated for for a myriad of reasons. Okay, tell me if you disagree. That's okay. I disagree. Okay, tell me. I disagree. Okay. I, 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 I agree and disagree. I agree. It's just a more intensely focused version of the same thing. Yeah. It's a more conspicuous target, for sure. For sure. But yes. um, but the reasons my maybe fear the, no. in like in is that I just feel like women get the short end of the stick all the time. And, and well, you won't like, hear us arguing about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 anyway. okay. <laughs> See you. Yeah, no. Anyway, I won't. I won't. I won't go too far into no, that. No, no, no. I, I mean, yeah. You know, I just. I. I think we should make. I think uh, we should all make a habit of like, whenever women say like, "Well, but like your pain is like worse than my pain," and your, it's like, uh, it's just a habit we shouldn't get into. Yeah, for a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Not that we're I in think, that habit right now. Uh, no, but I think it, that's why I think it's very important to talk in principles yes. o- over technique. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like, and and meaning like, it, there are so many ways that it's more difficult for a trans woman of color than it is for a trans woman, and there's so many more ways that are difficult for a non-passing trans yes. woman as I a more conspicuous target. Yes. As mm-hmm, opposed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. someone who may just be feeling it. And still passing under the radar, living right. stealth. Right. My sister's living stealth. Mm-hmm. God bless you. But like, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Ooh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's all based on violence towards women. Mm-hmm. So yes. mm-hmm. you're correct, Andrew, in the sense of were that violence towards women somehow Vanished. evaporated <laughs> from society? I think absolutely that would also in turn kind of release homophobia and kind of release absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, absolutely. That is what I was and, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. In all male gay spaces, like, there is a... Mm-hmm. Well, there's still toxic masculinity in male gay spaces. Of course, which also which comes is just like from when the fear like, of oh, being my God. womanly. We, Yesterday, it's like some one of our friends mentioned that someone else had. (gasps) Oh my god, this blew my mind. I was so uncomfortable during this moment. Okay, so we had a friend over for for uh, we had I had a friend over and and she sorry I don't want to hijack her but she she said something about how like she was hanging out with a bunch of our other friends who happened to all be gay men. Mm -hmm. She said, "Oh, they were so shocked that you were once hetero." That's what she said. I was thrown off, and it took me a minute to like. Process. And you rephrase it and you said, oh, you mean um, that, that I, I had, had sex, I've had sex with women before? Yeah. And, <laughs> and she was just telling, oh, like, she was just relaying a conversation. She wasn't right. saying, there was no judgment for her. Yeah, right, she was right, like, right. Um, but it was like, it was just the phrase. The other, because the other, oh, like, we're, we're like, you know, quote unquote, gold, gold star, star. gays. Mm-hmm. Like, we never had sex never with a woman. Had sex with a woman. And I'm yeah. like, what is, 
that just baffles like, that like concept. pure blood gay like, is that what that means well, it yeah it's like, muggle, like the mud Aryan, blood Aryan, the, mud the Aryan <laughs> race of gays as if a vagina is something to fear yes. or something that is that is less yes. than and it's just I mean that has always disgusted me mm-hmm. yeah it's all because it is disgusting it's internalized toxic masculinity is what's <laughs> yeah and so when I'm in gay spaces there's like there's and there's always jokes about like ooh vagina and it's like what are we are we really is this where really we are in this era in this time in this, in this era, era in this time in this space we're gonna spend time talking about a gender who has and gotten is, the short end of the but stick. it's not even just about vaginas it's about femininity femininity mm-hmm. that is expressed through a feminine through a, like a cisgendered feminine body not, oh, it's fine d- if you're feminine if you're dressed up in drag and doing your thing but not but not if you're trans Ooh, but exactly. not if you're trans <laughs> It's like if it's a costume a versus an identity, it's different. Because we know at the end of the day, we can take all that off. Right. And then we have, just, just we as still boys. have a dick. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross. It's disgusting. And so, to the point about a queer space, mm-hmm. while I understand it, my inclination is to apply the same principle across spaces. Right. So it's like I support it in the sense that it is beyond my well you're you're open enough to understand that like it's like i know you need it and i still don't like it because i don't like the world that creates the need you know like yeah right yeah i'm raging against the world that creates the need and it's inconsistent because i want to support you but i don't want to support this space that excludes anyone because I don't want anyone to exclude anyone yes. and why do we exclude anyone and now I don't know where to be because I don't want to be in your queer space well, that says only queer people and I don't want to be in right. your gay male space because you're fucking and definitely not, yeah. not definitely yeah. not the straight space. and I don't want to be over there either <laughs> so like yeah but I and I also think that that is one of the important aspects about welcoming non people <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> by that you mean straight cis people mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but like no because maybe it's maybe it's like a cis gay man that wants to be in a queer space or yeah, it's a right. cis white woman or it's a whatever you know what I'm saying like whatever the variant of that person is if they want to extend themselves and, and not take up more space and than is not take up more space take. than that's theirs to take. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it's just that it's like easier to bar all the cis women or it whatever is. than it is to bar the cis women who are there to have their bachelorette party and yes. like infringe on other people's Yes. Yes. Uh, and on one hand, I sort of understand. Example. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I sort of understand that because it's like, well, how do you enforce the nuance? So therefore, like, I mean, no, you I don't, can't. I'm not yeah. saying I agree with it. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, like, I understand the impulse to be yes. like, well, it's easier to just, yes, blanket. You know. Well, it's. I mean, I also, th- I also think that it also works in like a, a gradation of just kind of like over time you build an audience mm-hmm. you know what i mean and if those people have filtered away from your audience it's because you're geared towards things that don't include them and if that causes a space where you don't get many of those people right so in this case you're appealing to an ideology that attracts you know, the right mind point of view and ideas that attract those people okay yeah so now how do you avoid that becoming an awful segregating racial mm. yeah racially driven uh, gender driven sexuality driven sense Space. of bigotry mm-hmm. and that and I mean that's something that's present throughout all of society and it's just like there's something in our nature to want to gather with our own kind, so to right. speak. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as there's no express rule that a certain type of person is not welcome. Well, I think also gathering with your own type. Yes, I think 
you, you hit on the, the 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 key point here though is that yes we have a, a, as humans an impulse to self-segregate mm-hmm. along certain self-identified mm-hmm. lines i think what's what i find meaningful is is what are those lines segregating along the lines of like we're all white or we're all gay mm. men, or yeah. we're all, you know, or we're all this, or all, you mm. know, or or are we segregating along different, or perhaps more meaningful lines? Like I like this band, <laughs> and you don't, right. you yeah. know, or I like this yes. aesthetic, and you don't like this aesthetic. Yes. I'm a goth, or I'm like yes. I'm like a I'm into metal, or I'm like whatever. And like so, I think like yes, we have these impulses to self segregate and identify each other. Like what actually are the meaningful metrics of segregation versus right. the non-meaningful? The non-meaningful. Metrics what are of segregation. what are what are the actual lines and what is imposed own, on us? Imposed on us. Our own nonsensical society we live in. The world. Right. Yeah, this the is world my drunk TED talk. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> that, that's the question, right? <laughs> I have a question for you that is pretty heavy. Uh-oh. Why? Here we are. Um, because I'm curious about it because I'm... Well, because I'm curious about it. Uh, no other reason. Are you comfortable? What? Would you like to switch seats with me? You've no, been good. sitting on the edge of this couch for a long time. Okay. How do you feel about commenting on issues of gender? Like, where do you feel like you you know what is do you ever I don't understand the question yeah do you mean like me personally or do you mean like me as a trans person you as a trans person like you ask me a question and am I speaking for all trans people you know what I mean like no you're not speaking for all trans mm -hmm. people but as a trans person do you ever what are your feelings about speaking for living you can clearly speak as living as a trans person Mm mm-hmm but at some point, that crosses into issues of what it means to live as a woman. Mm-hmm. And are there ever times when you feel conflicted about talking about that? Like, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like my like. Do you mean like my own validity on speaking yeah, on the subject? D- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's it. You're talk. You're talking about a concept that like permeates every aspect of my existence you know what i mean like it's uh especially especially in in what i do especially in performing especially in being in these putting yourself on display too spaces with other cis women Mm -hmm. and you know if there are four women in the dressing room and three of them are playing grab ass and one isn't because i don't know where the appropriate line is or how they're going to feel about it because of what I look like. Right. You see? And it's even in this, like, tight space where it's really intimate, which is one of these reasons for these rapidly developing super intimate relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's an inherent exclusion. Right. or, Although, or you're think constantly thinking about it too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and, and and like also like this is this is going beyond like the conversations of consent and and things like this. Like, First, yeah. it's we're we're talking on a more kind of perceived comfort with each other's bodies mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying and you you can't necessarily assume no that. and not only can i not assume it i also can't relate mm-hmm. i've never experienced comfort in my body mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so now getting there and then being pushed back to that space mm-hmm. because oh this this experience clearly lets me know how different i am mm-hmm. You know, like there, there's just no avoiding it. It's funny because, like, I've, I've actually said said this to to Andrew before. Again, let me make up this, but um, that like I, some so you often bring up the the um, the concept of non passing, mm-hmm. non passing, and that's something that always uh, makes me feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Does uh, it? Yeah. Um. In that, like, in I, what way? Yeah. Um that 
uh, like sad. No, no. Like I have never, th- like I had never thought of that mm-hmm. because to me the idea of like what is passing and non-passing is so a statement on other people versus you of course 100 percent. and so so i get it like i understand why that that Mm -hmm. can be a useful phrase but Mm -hmm. always really like i don't know just it it. sucks yeah it makes me very uncomfortable absolutely it should it's an uncomfortable concept it's an uncomfortable concept because because it's based on popular beauty standards that are right that are imposed by the same ones but the thing is that that if that if that if you that like but that that that's an uh, that reflects on all of us that's of course. A, that's on all of us of course so if if one if you feel like non-passing is a useful term that is uh, that is automatically everyone's discomfort to, yeah. and everyone's fight you know and um and so uh, no so isn't it's a discomfort that i that i appreciate having brought to my table because it's like yes absolutely we, and that's why i say it and i usually say it quite pointedly it's the reason why you feel it that way is because you understand what i'm saying you're under you understand what i'm saying when i say i don't pass and who gets to be the fucking gatekeeper of that yeah. it just oof, it, but oof. you have to respond and to it that doesn't, person like, what's you have to respond to those people it. who decide you do have to respond yeah. to them you can't ignore that they exist but you have to respond to them knowing that you need something they might have or they're an authority figure or they're in power or they're a that 100% it 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 and i i'm not a dancer right uh, I don't claim to be like some amazing fucking performer or whatever it was. You're an amazing but, performer. But, thank you for t- saying it, but I didn't <laughs> say it is what I'm, my <laughs> point is. <laughs> All right? uh, but I know that there are certain places, there are certain venues, there are certain producers, there are certain shows that it doesn't matter how great of a performer I am. It doesn't matter how riveted the audiences are it doesn't matter the things that people tell me after i perform the things that people come up and say to me that it's all irrelevant because i don't pass i don't make the grade yeah you see and that should piss people off it it should i mean it boggles my mind yeah in the in like New York City and yeah. like, I mean, it just makes me think even deeper about like, what are you watching when you're watching your performance? Like, what are you? Okay, that's the artistic, that's the artistic well, viewpoint, I, like, and absolutely, ab- like, what is the? If you're not transported, yeah. yeah. Uh, can can we can we have some final thoughts? What are some things to wrap it up? Yeah. Well, okay, so. We talked a few weeks ago last time, actually, last time we got together, just sort of about a lot of things. But uh, what it brought up for me was this, you know, who you are as an artist, what it is you have to say. And I'm curious to know as you develop, whether it's in burlesque or other ways, because you're, you're far more than just a burlesque performer. Not that that you're an art- is, Yeah, you're an artist. Well, you're, I was about to fucking go nuts on you. I'm so glad you started the backpedal there. Go ahead. <laughs> because uh, there's, I mean, that's all you would, you know, that's great too. <laughs> I believe that burlesque is one of the most versatile forms of performance that can be used but l- in let me incredibly powerful I agree. Ways. And let me give you some context is that um, we've talked a lot about... Um, some of the artists that we uh, admire a lot are people who are have a message, um, you know, a message to convey that that um, and you sometimes you find the right medium, right? Mm-hmm. And you find the right medium in the right time. Mm-hmm. And for you right now, and for maybe maybe forever, but maybe mm-hmm. for, but at least for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future, that medium is burlesque. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. I think to my mind mean that you're not going to be a, an author and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and a singer and a and a playwright mm-hmm. and a screenwriter. And what like, about voice work? I really yeah, want to do voice work. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. It is ASMR. All the things. It's it's about like it's about um, not the medium, mm-hmm. but the 
the message you're yeah. transmitting the medium. And that's the type of artist I think that mm-hmm. you, you are. put that much better than I did. I, no, I just because I, I knew what you were trying Thank to you trying to say. Me. Because saying something saying something like just just this, just I mean, or just that just is reductive. Is, yeah, reductive yeah. And that is not what you meant. I, know I caught myself. I know that's not what you meant to say. So that's kind of what what. You, but <laughs> yes. like, sorry, continue. Ed. But in thinking the way that they used that Amrita so eloquently phrased it across all of those mediums what would you say is your you know artistic what is your point of view or what is your and i don't want to again to be too reductive and to have you say like this is my thesis you know, statement for this life. is my mm-hmm. thesis right. statement but on some level i do want you to do that <laughs> <laughs> not this not this but this <laughs> you know if you had a north star of what you of what you would say that your art was what would it be I know it's a little heavy. <laughs> uh, and yeah. thinking of what you've already created. And this can change. Absolutely. Everything I mean, can certainly change. Certainly it can change. I mean, right now, what is it about right yes. now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? Mm-hmm. Where where are we at? Where are we? And you know what? I think that might be the most important thing mm-hmm. to explore. Um, always. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking about this. It's funny you said that. Because I was thinking about... Um, I was reading... I revisited a self-help book that I read years ago. Marianne Williamson. And she wrote this book in 19... 19- invitation to... Yeah. Something about that, yeah, or something about love. Something about love. love. Let's just forget her presidential campaign for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she is who she is, and it is a a book that she wrote in 1992. Okay, not that long ago, you know, Um, thirty years, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Who's counting? (laughs) Point being that even in the but the core truths are embedded in in language about the time and place that she's in. Mm-hmm. So while there is nothing new on the earth, which is really like nothing, like everything has been done before. Everything has been done before, absolutely. Um, and you can either look at that as like a sad truth mm-hmm. or you can just know that that is sort of like a freeing principle. Of course. That like I'm not creating something that has never been seen before, but what I am creating is something that needs to be seen in this time with the language of this time and that's how we bring it back around because what that is is the framework and that's mm. the framework that gives someone like me the freedom to be the radical person that i need to be right now mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that history mm-hmm. there's no there's no space for me to push the lines like i don't think it's egotistical for me to me and all trans people are on a vanguard of change that is taking place now you know right we, it's a it's a much different struggle than the the struggle of the gay community mm-hmm. you know which mm-hmm. is a different a different front mm-hmm. on that war you know what i mean that war is not won but that that line is way further mm-hmm. over into the territory you know mm-hmm. and um yeah, I just I think that's where we're at, <laughs> and I and I think being on the cusp of it is what without without that history without that that framework there, uh, you can't push that line forward, right? And then with hope, with any luck, uh, pushing forward something even a little bit adds to that framework. Oof. Oof. So much, so so. And you res- more, you do you know, that by responding to the times where you are, and where, you you are. are where you are. Yes, because you have to be there. I mean, in okay, order so to, to make. That I've been change. having this yeah. co- this conversation with a friend of ours who mm-hmm. she's a she's a visual artist, a, a designer, uh, about um, her sort of rage about the um, lack of protest art, resistance art, mm-hmm. and um, our desire to try to feel like what can we do. What can we do as artists? What can we do mm-hmm. in a time where things feel like they're like, I mean, every generation feels like everything mm-hmm. is at the worst it's ever been and mm-hmm. things are falling apart. Mm-hmm. But 
with that said, things really feel like they're <laughs> fucking falling apart. It's pretty terrifying. And so it's like, well, what can I be doing? Like, what can I be doing as, as, as like, a creative person or whatever? And, um, and so I think this, to me, it's, says it's something. It's difficult. I see no, I, yeah, but, it's, yeah. but, it, but without having to say meaningfully, like, what am I going to do to, like, rally the people? Mm-hmm. The, the question is, where are we? Where am where I? Are where are we? we? Where are we? And I, I think, personally, I think, as an artist, the only responsibility an artist has, even if they choose to work in a political medium, because... Let's face it, burlesque is mm-hmm. a political medium. Word. Like, what I choose to cho- focus on politically is completely incidental. I, I am on stage and I take a dress off, and that is a political act mm-hmm. because of who I am and because of the fact that I Where don't right. pass. Right. Yes. And that means, where the fuck are mm-hmm. we? And cut. You can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and find us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're working on some scripts and some fun new live projects. You can find us at VJ and Stevens on Instagram and our assistant Susan now tweets at memos from Susan.